time to wake up well. The collaboration between Balanced Minder and Beyond the Classroom Australia. I'm Peter Jefferson. And this is Leanne Simpson. And together, we ask you to wake up well. Hi everyone and welcome back to Wake Up Well. So good to be with you all here this morning. Here with me I have Leanne Simpson, my co-host, who we have a great deal of fun doing a subject every week on how to, you know, get better in in your week and in your day by um, having a conversation about a particular subject. And our subject this week is health. So Leanne, who does a lot around health, Um, her business is around Tai Chi, I might get her to start off talking about mindset and health. Well, I think that when it comes to the word health, I think people have to have a little bit of a think of what does health actually mean? What does it entail? What is it all about? So health is, there's lots of ways of explaining it, but I go back to the World Health Organization's explanation of it. So they're the authority they got of, of things about health and that. And they say that health is is broken up into three components. I used to say like the easiest way was to look at a cake and cut it up into three, but then worked out that wasn't particularly healthy. So I've decided now to say it's orange, okay, because I think that an orange is really, you know, that we can look at an orange and we can go, it has all these different segments in it. So we're going to break it up into three segments. All right, we're going to look at it as three segments and we're going to do it as Physical health, which we all know about a lot about physical health, about keeping your body strong and all the different other parts to do with your physicality. Then you have your mental health. Now, mental health, everyone has mental health. Some people have a mental health illness. Their mental health is in distress. So I think that we have to be really careful when we use that term mental health. So now that I've brought that up, you start listening to how our politicians are talking about it, our health officers are talking about it. They use the word mental health as an overall uh, like circle and then is it in distress? Has it been affected? And that's what they're talking about. So we want our good mental health back. So when we ask for our mental health and we're looking at it, we all have mental health, but some people are on this scale of where it is. And then the third one is our social health. And that sometimes can be neglected. And in times of what we're going through now in COVID-19, that is where we're finding that that has lost some balance. That for people, the way that they have used their social health to keep it healthy is now not available now at the moment or they're unable to do what they normally do. So that's when that starts to be affected, which then in turn affects our mental health, which in turn affects our physical health. So it's this circle that we have. And so we go back to that orange. So we've divided into three, but when you look at an orange, there's also other segments within it. So often when you look up what is the explanation of health you'll see that some people will have eight nine ten different segments because they've then dissected it down small smaller and smaller so don't go oh you're wrong because you've got 12 segments in your um what health is and the world health organization only said there was three people have then gone and broken it down and if you look at the world health organization's information 
it does say that it's broken down, but that overall is those three components. So I thought when we look at health today, I want to look at it as the whole body experience. So often people go, well, I can't look at health at the moment. I can't run. I can't walk. I can't do exercise. So they feel that they can't look after their body. So that's what I would like to do is look at it at as a whole body experience so that how do you get your whole person healthy? There you go. So that's my little summary on health. So our first thing that we start off with when we're going into any type of subject is our mindset. So my, to, to me, to do, change your mindset, it's a whole body mm. and there has to be something out of those three that you can do today regardless of where your circumstances are. Yeah, I think... So, Peter. Sorry. I was going to say, I think that's really important looking at at those three layers. Um, We get kind of sucked into that eating healthy and physical health all the time as the key to being um, really healthy in our bodies. But... Yeah, I I certainly think that mindset obviously plays a huge part in how um, our mental and physical health goes. And certainly um, we can always start off with the best intentions, can't we? We can can say, right, this is I've got the jogging shoes out or I'm eating healthy or I'm thinking in a healthy way um, and then things go a little bit pear-shaped. And so I think not only do we have that mindset has to be strong in those maybe affirmations and things around the place to and need to be organised so that um, when we do get to day seven or what have you, that we have things set in place, as we always say. And I read this little thing this morning um, uh, from a book that I've been looking at and it talked, it was perfect. I just had the page open. I just happened to read it as I was waiting for Leanne to set up. And it, was, it says this, and I'll, I'll read it out to you. Um, here is a ridiculously simple example, but one that is effectively communicates the mental process that we are suggesting you get involved with. Imagine someone that used to drink Coca-Cola. So we, you know, if we're trying to change our health to being more fit, you know, those habits that we have, we may have to do some changes that we know aren't supporting us and then gained an understanding that it added nothing to their health of their body and very lightly took away from it. The habit of drinking Coca-Cola was written out as suggesting, suggested and being shredded. So the idea is that when you're working on some sort of habit that's within the health that we're talking about or trying to build that habit up, it's usually those non-productive thoughts that take over our thinking. So, you know, if it's just a simple thing like Leanne said, let's do one little thing to change. Um, It seems really simple for the start, as I just said, but can become quite hard as time goes on. So this idea is to help you to work through that particular thing that you want to change. And if it's Coca-Cola, what you're doing is you're changing your thoughts around and writing out how you can um, look at the situation. So I'll keep reading. As the sheet was as being shredded, the person saw himself drinking from the bottle of clean, clear water. This may appear as a trivial example, but you have to admit it's a good one because you can clearly see the exercise 
we're discussing on the screen of your mind. So committing your non-productive activity onto paper and then physically shredding and mentally um, removing it from there is a very powerful way of being able to change some of those areas in your health that will make a bit of an impact to how you organise and focus on that particular part that you're trying to change. Leanne, do you have any thoughts around that? I really love that idea because I'm a, I'm a very tactile type of person, so I like the idea, you know, of so I know maybe they're mentally shredding it, but me personally, I get a piece of paper mm. and I would write on there and it's a really great way, like you could even use some of the junk mail that you get with a big nickel on it and then throw it into the recycle bin so you're doing a double thing. You're actually making the world healthier at the same time as you're making yourself healthier. So I think it's a really important thing, yes, is that often, like I say, I have to tell people that when you say it's that simple thing of the difference between walk and don't run. Mm. Okay, so be really, really careful with when you're writing these ideas down that you're not reinforcing them. So the idea is that you're writing this word down, this um, thing that you want to stop happening, which could be your over-indulgence um, of, Coca of Coca-Cola. So you've written that down and you want to throw that away. You have to focus on the throwing away, not of the word Coca-Cola. And it's really easy to, to not be, yeah, so that whole gesture of throwing something away is what you want to Get rid of. Focus on. Yeah, because often what that's what one of the things is that when you make that, um, you yell out, don't run, don't run, don't run, 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 run. That's all that happens in your head. So the run part sticks, it's right, where you yell out walk. And that's an old swim instructor's um, thing because we yelled out a lot of times, don't, don't run, didn't work. We ended up yelling out walk. And all of a sudden, everybody started walking around the place because people needed to know what they were doing and what they, how they were feeling. So I think, yeah, so that, that mindset about it is not only do you can you do it in small steps, but when you do do these small steps, you make sure that your mindset is going over and over again the new behaviour. So they reckon it's 66 days on average, some research said, 66 days to actually change a bit of action that you're doing, whether it's positive or negative, on average, you have to say so 66 days, you have to throw that idea away. You have to get rid of it. You've got to visualise that whole thing. It's interesting. Mm. And, and the other thing, Leanne, is once you've shredded it, rewrite what you're drinking, you know, that clean, clear water that's giving your body energy. So rewriting that probably is the way of changing it so you're, then changing that part of your thinking. So I think, yeah, absolutely. You don't want to keep writing that word Coca-Cola and then it go, oh, what's going oh, on? I can't, I can't help it. I want some. <laughs> Give me one. I won't bother writing. Let me have the Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, but what the other day, last week we were talking about Coca-Cola as well, so it seems like a bit of a thing, but we were talking about um, about branding yourself and about looking after yourself. So how they've got a perfect way of convincing us that's, that something is of no benefit to us healthily is actually healthy because of the way they branded it. So that's exactly right. So you need to get it, scratch it all out and then put water or, you know, and then, yeah, things like that. So it's quite interesting. Um, 
Leanne, like it's really the stories that we tell ourselves to how we feel. Like, you know, when we have the Coca-Cola or we have a certain thing, it's the story around it, the branding and how it makes us feel that we have a have may, have the idea that it is good. And maybe you do have a tiny bit of Coke after you've broken the habit a bit because it makes you feel good in some way. But, I mean, I don't want to encourage that kind of over-excess yeah. of it, but... You know, it's the stories that we do add to everything. You know, how do you, you know, if you're going for a walk in the morning, what story have you made to make it feel good rather than I've got to go. So, oh, I'm going for this walk. It's of this. It's like bringing a story along to get you on that right path. Um, and very much, you know, that visualisation, I keep talking about what, what you want it to look like, um, staying um, focused on that. So if it's going for a ride, around Tasmania at some point or, you know, what does that, so what you're trying to bring that idea and that story into your being so that it becomes kind of how you want to be in your everyday. So it's those little steps because it's a feeling that makes us want to keep doing it, isn't it? It's a feeling that makes the joy. If it's hard and tough and difficult and, you know, then the feeling is not fun. So that's what pushes you back to the other way. But it's bringing that story of making you feel good when you do it, when you do Tai Chi. What is it that makes you feel good? It's the slowing down and the movements and the ease and flow of it. And if you can bring that story in before you start rather than, oh, my gosh, I've got to do Tai Chi, it's 4.30. I've got to get on and get on there and do some exercise. Um, it'll, it will make me feel good, but I don't feel like doing it. Then that story is making it more challenging to do it and it starts to become really challenging to actually do that particular exercise or change. That's yeah. right. And I think that's like when we look at healthy habits for in the workplace, how often is a meeting revolved around cakes? And that they actually, it's a deliberate ploy on the person that is organising the uh, meeting to have cakes and sugary sweets and stuff because that's what you remember. So when you leave the meeting, you remember that, um, especially at the end of the meeting, that feeling that you got, that happy feeling from having high sugar content food, you get that big rush. So you've left the meeting feeling, oh, really, really happy. And I remember a few years ago, I was working on a healthy rural community program and they were having meetings about being healthy and they kept having cake. And I said, we're not having this cake. We're not having cake. It just seems like a, a mixed messages that we're giving out. Um, so we ended up having soup. The, we actually made a community soup as a group while we were chatting about whatever thing we did and we had this beautiful soup. So when we move on to organisation, often our organisation revolves around habits. So to be healthy, there's habits. But there's also positive and negative habits. So you've got to look at your organisation and go, well, what are some of the unhealthy habits that I am choosing to do that I simply can flip? So one of the things now that um, organisations have, like I went to this one organisation, they were only having fruit at their meetings. So we, were spoke, we did a wellness group and afterwards we were supposed to sit down and have a chat at Smoko time. Anyway, everyone said, oh, no, we have to go. And the fruit was sitting on the date. Well, no, no, we have to go. And I was like, okay, but this is your allocated Smoko time. So anyway, off they went and I was like, okay, radio. And I was a bit confused about that, but I packed up the room and I had to go and sign out the, bo out the book. And here were the staff 
all eating cakes in their office because the memo had said there was no eating of unhealthy food at meetings. So they didn't have a meeting. They sat in the office. So they went to all that trouble to work out how to manipulate the rule because the changing to fruit wasn't connecting with them. And often that isn't when you're looking at at 10 o'clock in the morning, fruit's not going to do it. You need something else exciting, something else to be about. So I think part of the organisation that you have this week is not only reflecting on a new habit that you can bring up, but have a look at some of the older habits and see how you can just slightly tweak them. Mm. Slightly tweak them over. So think, well, we're having a staff meeting. We normally have cakes. There's an expectation of that. What can I do? How can I make some changes so they're still excited about the food because that's what they've linked with this meeting, but we're eating it on a healthier way. Mm-hmm. So I think that then, and then that brings us to focus, which we've kind of tapped, you talked on before, is what are you going to focus on? And I think it's those small little tweaking changes to start off with rather than from the moment, from now, today, from this day onwards, I am going to only eat healthy. Mm-hmm. How much are we setting ourselves up for failure, Peter, when we make these big, broad decision the things? So how many clients that have you worked for that have gone, from this day forward, I'm going to do all this, I'm going to be this type of teacher in the classroom and this and this and this, and they give them themselves this big, long list. How often does it work? Well, it doesn't, does it? It's too, it's too hard and too challenging to to make those huge changes. Um, and I think that's the story we're, again, talking about with that focus is building a story of who you want to be, who you want to become, what kind of health do you want? You know, do you want to be so fit that you're um, like a cro- CrossFit and, and things like that, which is awesome? Or do you want more the, you know, the enjoyment of riding or, you know, what, what kind of health do you want and what kind of thinking do you want around it that it doesn't become the energy and the feeling around it becomes um, difficult and challenging. And maybe when you get to that point, you might be doing that sort of exercise and that might be the point where you go, okay, well, how do I change it? Like it's not serving me anymore. I'm not, not getting the kick that I used to with it. And that might be your chance to re-reflect on whatever, whatever exercise or eating regime. If you're sick of eating steak and salad and you've been eating that kind of, it was great and you're enjoying it, but suddenly it's become monotonous and boring and un interesting then it might be time to relook at your whole idea and story around how you're looking in the health part so it might be you know changing it a bit you know changing how you feel around your eating change your way you feel around your exercise and your mental health um and that takes time and it takes probably as i keep saying a bit of journaling and because i think when we think in our head sometimes that's very it's 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 clunky sometimes so it's it's by writing it out like i'm sick of eating this food or i'm sick of doing this exercise i've been doing it for 60 days and i'm I'm looking great but i'm over it you know we've been doing it for a year and i'm over this sort of exercise and so it's again lining out how you don't like it to be and how you would like it to feel and and look um so i think that's the focus is not beating yourself up about it you know you you can do and you know that's a diet isn't it you do weight watches for a period and you're feeling great through it and you're like why doesn't everybody do this this is fantastic and so everything's going really well for you and at a point you're like oh i'm a bit sick of it like i've the food isn't exciting me i'm not getting excited around it 
I look good, but I'm over this whole thing. So then what can I do? Let's relook at that again and go, okay, well, how do I want to live now? Like I've got to the body weight I want. How do I do it and enjoy that, whatever it is that you want to add to your diet? So I think it's just being, you know, taking in increments rather than failure, you know, oh, I couldn't stay on it, couldn't maintain it, I've just gone back to my old habits. It's like, okay, well, we've got to that point now, how can we, you know, reinvent again? Reinvent. And you see that with movie stars and things, that whole reinventing of themselves throughout their lives and they've got a look and, different look and feel. Um, and we can do that too with our lives. We can have that different look and feel as well. Any final Yep, I like that. I really, really like that. So then we're back to our action for the day and that we've kind of put them, they're starting, as everyone can see, it starts to blur. Like you keep with this, like this little process of mindset, organisation, focus and action. But we don't have to be like stringent, like an Excel spreadsheet. It kind of all starts to flow. So once you get used to saying that into your head, what's my mindset about this? What's my organisation about it? What's my action, my focus? And then I can take action because we can talk and walk and write heaps, but if we don't take action, we're not going to get there. So yeah. I've, just, I've just put up in the, face, in the Facebook group, I ask everyone to write down what is your health focus today? So remembering that health is broken up of physical, mental and social health. So just about everything that we're doing, if we go about it in a positive way, we should have something that we're doing positive for our health today. So we'll say um, good morning. I'll do a quick good morning wrap round to say hello to everyone. So Karen, good morning. It's lovely to have you here as part of saying good morning to us. Kim, always wonderful. Greg, awesome to have you listening in today. I'm looking forward to finding out what your health thing is going to be. And we have Selena. Jackie was there having a look. And Karen's just told us that she is off for a walk this morning. <laughs> and, yep, and she puts her audibles on. So she could, she, I know that she loves listening to her books as she goes for a walk. And she says she loves this time to clear her mind for the day. So that's how she sets up with what she's going to do. So everybody else, I would like, if you start to think about what your action, don't overcomplicate it because remember it can be tiny little simple things. What is your going to be your healthy action that you're going to take on for today? And if you can always put it in later on anyway, but we'll follow it up during the week. So a bit of a follow-up from last week. Our last week's theme was... It was the word balance. Yeah, so we were talking about what it means and what actions we were talking about to balance out. How did you go last week, Peter? Yeah, I think it was reflecting back on last week. Um, yeah, I really slowed down last week. I'm really uh, starting to see that as a, like even a reminder yesterday I wrote down when I was doing some stuff, slow down, slow down. So, and again, I got a reminder of that in the afternoon of slowing down. You don't have to be always on. So um, I did a bit of that. And I think it's making a huge difference to even the way I talk. I usually talk at a rapid pace, I realise. And I think that needs to, you know, it's a, it's a nice feeling. You don't have to be rushing everywhere and being coming up with these ideas you can actually you're enough you're enough to where you are right now which is a reminder that i was told last week so you're enough and that's really cool oh kim just said she's going to do some tai chi this afternoon so oh, yes 
Yeah, thank you. Yeah, for those that are wondering about what we're talking about, Tai Chi, I have a, a um, balanced mind and membership that we have virtual live Tai Chi classes plus videos and people get to join in with me. So the, the advantage of the online live is we get to interact and we have our social connection from our own home and the on-demand videos, the advantages of that is that you get to mute me, pause me and do the Tai Chi on demand whenever you want to do it. So either way, I think it's a, it's a win-win, win-win um, situation. So, yeah, so I think it's it. So I was just procrastinating too about what I did for balance, yes. So I started to reflect on my mindset in regards to my balance. So I spend a lot of time looking, you know, I look at those three components of health and I had a look at it and I was like, why am I not moving forward with certain parts of my life? And I think that it was mostly because I was putting up this barrier that said, if you do anything really, really well, something's going to go wrong. Mm. So that was what my barrier was. And for those that have been um, following my 30-day challenge, so in the group I've got a um, 30-day challenge where I've challenged myself that in 30 days I'll be able to work the pyjama walk for ovarian cancer here in Mackay. And I wanted to be able to do the five kilometres. You'll know that in day one I fell down and I absolutely damaged my left arm quite severely. Um, I did keep walking for another 2.7 kilometres. I think that was mostly my anger at myself. So I had to reflect on the part about... Each time I move forward, there's some setback, whether it be physically or mentally or whatever. And this stage, this time it was physically, I can tell you. Normally it's a mental break. Um, yeah, so I think that that's one thing. So what I've been doing this week is I am telling myself it's safe to be successful at whatever I do. It's safe to be successful. It's safe to be successful and I will be able to move forward. And I think that anybody dealing with chronic pain is sitting there going to me, I understand exactly what you're talking about, Leanne. You try and do something outside your routine and you get pain back. So I had developed techniques that I didn't have to worry about that. But what I did have an issue was that when it was in my business, in other parts of my life. So I've got my health part and my mindset around looking after myself healthy. But when it came to the other parts of my life, I was still having that barrier, barrier that it wasn't safe to be successful in what I chose to do. So that's my mantra each morning is to say that to myself. And, yeah, so my healthy choice for this, this week is going to be I'm actually working on making sure that I get the range of movement back in my left arm and I have a plan and I'm going to make sure I do it rather than sulking and holding my arm up here underneath my chest and holding on to it really, really tight so that it won't hurt. I've got to let it extend. I've got to feel the fingers. And so I, my, it's like my fingers are touching the ground as they walk so that I extend those muscles out and that starts to... Um, get some movement back in there. So it's all funny. It doesn't matter how much knowledge you know. There's always that mindset that just stops you from moving forward. So that's what I'm up to. That was my summary for last week. So this week for health, so I've, already, I've already covered it. What are you going to do, Peter? Um, I will 
because I'm on the road this week, I'm Womber and all over the place, I think I'm going to see if I can put a walk in just to get outside in nature somewhere along my travels. Um, and I've just got one little advertisement, um, Leanne, that I um, just wanted to end with today, if that's okay. Um, at Beyond the Classroom, we are recognising teachers that inspire. Um, so if you know a teacher um, that has inspired you or your children, um, if you could just jump on my website, so it closes today and nominate that person and just why they inspired you. It's not very hard to fill out the, the message, but just um, the only part that might be hard is finding their email address. So hopefully there you can find that easily um, to be able to fill that out. So that those people, like we're picking four to five people, teachers, I'm jumping skydiving out of a plane on Monday my big <laughs> and then I'm going to pick them out of a hat, a bucket. So, <laughs> so I might not be on um, next Monday. We might have to change the day um, to pick out those five teachers. It is a, um, I didn't really, sorry, sorry. I just, that was not a, like a metaphor for something. <laughs> Was it a minute? Oh, right. Sorry, I was just such a no, no, I'm really jumping. I'm really jumping out of a plane. All um, right. <laughs> and uh, illogical in my thinking because it always takes a risk to be make a change. So for me, it was about doing something a bit out of my comfort zone, very much out of my comfort zone, but also to recognise our classroom hero. So um, I've always wanted to do it, but this is a good reason to do it for me um, and a bit more exciting for the picking out of the five teachers and they'll receive a beautiful uh, prize that will be sent to them. That's my daughter now. Yeah, so one of the most exciting things about what Peter and I do is that to be healthy, we have to involve our family and we're really blessed to have this. Hello, gorgeous. Yeah, so I think that we have, I'm still, I'm, I'm, it's very rare that I'm completely speechless, but well, I really thought she was doing a metaphor about jumping out of the plane, but now we've found that it's not. So next Monday, there, okay, well, we'll give you some news. We'll talk on Tuesday next week and we'll be able to catch up with what's going on there. <laughs> um, but everyone be really well this week. Look at your health. Look at the ways that you can develop some strategies. Let us know if you're having trouble. And we can give you, and we can help you out in that way. So thank you. Okay, Peter, be well. Talk to you soon. All right, bye everyone, and remember to nominate if you have a teacher. We'd love to see those nominations today. Today, okay, radio, and we're just going out of Facebook now. So talk to you soon, people. Bye. Hello, it's time to wake up well. collaboration between Balanced Minder and Beyond the Classroom Australia. I'm Peter Jefferson and this is Leanne Simpson and together we ask you to wake up well. <laughs>